السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام على إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The most merciful, the most compassionate, the most forgiving, the pardoner, Jalla Jalaluh we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth and the originator, the one, the singular, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And be, we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is his prophet and messenger and servant who was sent to all the worlds as a mercy and a guide who showed us the straight path and was the, the, the greatest exemplar and role model of righteousness and servitude. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him and his family and companions and all those who follow his way until the end of time and may we be included among them and with them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that really is the indication of the life of the heart. The heart is alive if taqwa is alive and the heart is dead if it is taqwa is absent from the heart. So we need to remind ourselves and strive in the path of increasing our awareness of Allah, our mindfulness of Allah, our reverence for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his boundaries, our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and gratitude for the blessings that he gives us and our yearning to meet him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the ways and one of the most important ways of seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and increasing in taqwa is seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. This is the last Friday, the last Jumu'ah of the sacred month of Rajab. And scholars say that this is a month of seeking Allah's forgiveness. And there are multiple Fridays that came before and multiple days and nights and hours that some we have taken advantage of perhaps and we ask Allah for acceptance and many others 
that we have lost the opportunity and maybe wasted the opportunity that we were given and maybe even disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we are here now and we are seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's acceptance and forgiveness. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that actions are judged according to their endings. The way that you end something is an indication of its state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask for a good end to this month and that Allah blesses us in Sha'ban and allows us to reach the month of Ramadan. Ameen. Imam al-Haddad, the great imam of this deen, he said, you must repent of every single sin, small or great, outward or inward. For repentance is the first step that a servant takes on the path. Repentance is the first step that a servant takes on the path. And it is the foundation of all other stations. Just as Imam al-Haddad says, just as we wash our limbs in order to enter the prayer, there is a physical, physical purity that must be attained and observed in order to enter into the salah, we must wash our hearts and our souls with the water of tawbah in order to enter into the divine presence, in order to really make progress, in order for our salah to really be alive. The inward element is more important. The outward element is important and the validity of the salah rests upon that. But the inward element is even more important. That we wash our hearts and we enter into the divine presence spiritually in our salah. And one of the things that is beautiful about this deen and an indication of the vastness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is just how restorative tawbah is. That tawbah, repentance, turning back to Allah is a relief, it is a healing, it is a cure for the hearts. And how many people, many people in the world today complain of sadness and anxiety and all of these emotional strains and difficulties that we face. And many people feel the weight of the world on their shoulders and feel a darkness internally. And they feel this sadness and they might not even be aware that it's from their sins. And if it's from their sins, then what is the path in order to restore that and remove that and be relieved of that darkness and that sad, uh, sadness? So Tawbah releases us from that burden. As one of the great knowers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya Rabbi Daq al khinaq My Lord, the grip has tightened around me. Min fi'li ma la yutaq. From actions that are unbearable. So gracefully grant me the release of the knots that are tying me. For the one who is imprisoned and held back by their sins. So tawbah is a release from that. It's freedom from that. And it restores us and gives us this lightness once again. And most importantly, it brings light to the heart. The Prophet ﷺ, he said that when a person continuously disobeys Allah, a spot forms on the heart. And this is the, the spiritual heart. And then it begins to spread with more and more evil deeds. But when a person repents and asks Allah for forgiveness, it's removed. And the heart fills with light once again. 
There's a beautiful hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam narrated in the books of a hadith, but also it is the last hadith in Imam al-Nawawi's Arba'een al-Nawawiyyah. It's the last hadith that Imam al-Nawawi mentions in his 40, his very well-known and renowned book of 40 hadith. The hadith is as follows. حدثنا أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول قال الله تبارك وتعالى This is on the authority of Sayyidina Anas ibn Malik who said I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say that Allah the Blessed and Exalted says So this is a hadith Qudsi That Allah the Blessed and Exalted says Ya ibn Adam إِنَّكَ مَا دَعَوْتَنِي وَرَجَوْتَنِي غَافَرْتُ لَكَ عَلَى مَا كَانَ فِيكَ وَلَا أُبَالِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of Majesty, the Lord of the Exalted Throne, the Possessor of all power and might, Jalla Jalalu, He invites us to His mercy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O son of Adam, O human being, Banu Adam, so long as you call on me and have hope in me, I shall forgive you for what you have done, and I shall not mind. This is easy for Allah to forgive all of that. Sometimes it's good that we magnify the gravity of our own sins. There is no such thing as a small sin. Yes, there is. There's minor and major sins. But in reality, if you see the one who's being disobeyed, there's no such thing as a small sin. So it's healthy to magnify the gravity of that, but not to the extent that a person loses hope and despairs. So always turn back to Allah. You magnify the gravity of that thing so that you avoid it, but you turn back to Allah. The hadith goes on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the tongue of the Prophet Ya bina Adam, law balagat dhunubuka anan as-sama, thumma staghfartani ghafartu laka wala ubali. O son of Adam, were your sins to reach the clouds of the sky? And were you then to ask forgiveness from me? I would forgive you. If they were as abundant as the mountains reaching to the, the peaks of the, the, the clouds, uh, and you asked Allah for forgiveness, Allah promises us that he will forgive us, and I shall not mind. The hadith goes on, يَا بْنَ آدَمْ إِنَّكَ لَوْ آتَيْتَنِي بِقُرَابِ الْأَرْضِ خَطَايَا ثُمَّ لَقِيتَنِي لَا تُشْرِكُ بِي شَيْئًا لَآتَيْتُكَ بِقُرَابِهَا مَغْفِرَةً O son of Adam, were you to come to me with sins nearly as great as the entirety of the earth, and then you met me without associating any partners with me, shirk, I will grant you forgiveness in equal measure. In equal measure. وَمَا ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ بِعَزِيزٍ So in these last moments of Rajab, we should turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with sincerity, with love, with yearning, with hope in what he has, with remorse over what we missed in the past, thinking about ways that we can improve in the future, and, and really turning to Allah internally to the best of our ability, and end, ending this sacred month on a strong note, ending this month with ihsan, and inshallah if we do that, then our shortcomings throughout this month will be overlooked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's generosity. And we're at this moment, we can't go back and change the past, but we can learn from the past, and in all cases we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our hope is in Allah, it's not in our own good deeds.
We do the best that we can, but our hope is in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqqul mubin. Wa idha qur'i al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun. وَقَالَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ لِيُبَيِّنَ لَكُمْ وَيَهْدِيَكُمْ سُنَنَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْنِكُمْ وَيَتُوبَ عَلَيْكُمْ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ والله يريد أن يتوب عليكم ويريد الذين يتبعون الشهوات أن تميلوا ميلا عظيما يريد الله أن يخفف عنكم وخلق الإنسان ضعيفا الله سبحانه وتعالى says and these verses are indicative of Allah's gentleness and mercy and compassion towards us. Allah says, It is Allah's will to make things clear to you and guide you to the noble ways of those before you and to turn to you in mercy. That tawbah, this repentance, it means to turn back to Allah. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns to us with His grace and His generosity in order to grant us tawfiq, to grant us His enabling grace to make tawbah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, For Allah is all-knowing, all-wise. Once again, Wallahu yurid. Allah wills. It is Allah's will to turn to you in grace. In the very next ayah. It is Allah's will to turn to you in grace. But those who follow their desires wish to see you deviate entirely from Allah's way. Look at Allah's will. And the soldiers of the shaytan, what they're trying to drag people into. That everything is about your lower desires. And Allah is inviting us to his grace and turning to us Jalla Jalalu. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And it is Allah's will to lighten your burdens. To make things easier for you. For humankind was created weak. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim. وأجارنا من خزيه وعذابه الأليم قول قول هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم seek Allah's forgiveness indeed he is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله إمام الحداد continues talking about repentance and turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of these ahadith and the verses that we read about the vastness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and generosity, Imam al-Haddad also gives us a warning. And he says, beware of willful persistence. 
which is to sin and not repent immediately. Always turn back to Allah immediately. Do not continue to persist in a sin. He says, it is a believer's duty to guard himself against, against sins, both small and great, in the same way he would against burning fires, floods, and lethal poisons. That you would protect yourself from those things, the way that you would protect yourself from sins should be at least to an equal degree, if not an even greater degree. It is a believer's duty to guard himself against sins, both small and great, in the way he would against burning fires, floods, and lethal poisons. And how could someone willfully persist when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to bless us and continues to treat us with such mercy and forbearance? And even the difficulties that we see in the world today and maybe the tribulations and the tests that people are experiencing, may Allah be gentle with us all, are uh, a, in reality a mercy so that we turn back to Allah. They're a more gentle reminder before a more severe consequence occurs in the hereafter that we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how could we willfully persist when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to bless us and give us life and give us safety and give us all of these innumerable blessings? One of the most beautiful things I read about this point is what is a narration that is passed down regarding something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Prophet Dawood alayhi salam. That awha Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ila Dawood alayhi salam law ya'lam al-mudbiruna anni kayfa antidhari lahum wa rifqi bihim wa shawqi ila tarki ma'asihim lamatu ilay wa taqatta'at awsaluhum min mahabbati that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Prophet Dawood, if those who are turning away from me, listen, if those, Allah is saying, if those who are turning away from me knew how I was waiting for them and my compassion for them and yearning for their leaving their sins, they would have died. If they knew how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his compassion for those who are sinful, and he's waiting for them and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants them to leave their sins. If they knew the extent of that, they would die and that they would, uh, they would experience, they would be overwhelmed by their love, the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah then says, that's not the state that we should settle for. That's not good enough. If we knew it, we would be the most obedient of servants. Then Allah says, Ya Dawood, هَذِهِ إِرَادَتِي فِي الْمُدْبِرِينَ فَكَيْفَ إِرَادَتِي بِالْمُقْبِرِينَ إِلَيْهِ This is how I treat those who are turning away. This is my will with regards to those who are turning away from me. So how then will I be with those who are coming towards me? If that's the mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has and the forbearance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to people who are turning away from him, then what about those who are seeking nearness to him, asking his forgiveness, who increase in love of him, who yearn to attain the highest degrees of certitude and love and nearness and honor and nobility, who follow the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, the imam of all those who are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How will Allah treat that person? Naam. 
So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and that we do not delay and that we turn back to him immediately and that we are of those whose hearts are attached to everything that is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even when we make a mistake, even when we fall short, that we turn back as quickly as possible. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, wa ya Akram al-Akramin, Allahumma ya man wafaqa ahl al-khayri lil-khayr wa a'anahum alayh, wafiqna lil-khayr wa a'anna alayh, ya Akram al-Akramin. وعن ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن أولى الناس بي يوم القيامة أكثرهم صلاة علي On the authority of Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه He said that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم said The people with the most right to me on the day of resurrection Are those who invoke the most salawat upon me Those who send the most blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon me this is narrated by Imam Al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Hibban in his Sahih. وَأَكْثِرُ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالسَّلَامِ عَلَى الْبَشِيرِ النَّذِيرِ السِّرَاجِ الْمُنِيرِ سَيْدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَكُمْ بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِيهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَنَّ بِالْمَلَائِكَةِ الْمُسَبِّحَةِ بِقُدْسِهِ وَآيَهَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَعْمِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محيي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهم الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها 
أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم فرج على أمة حبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة حبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم اللهم أصلح أمة حبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم واختم لنا بالحسنى وأنت راض عنا يا أرحم الراحمين عباد الله إن الله أمر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر